Should we play the new jingle first? Do it. I Do thought it. I'm too excited. <laughs> You're listening to Attack the Pod, a podcast with news, views, and how-tos inspired by Amsterdam's biggest, best, and most international triathlon and cycling club with your award-winning hosts, Neil and Matt. <laughs> what do you think? I like I got, it. <laughs> I couldn't let that go unnoticed that we both... Uh, we, we are an award-winning podcast. Award-winning hosts award-winning of the podcast. Hosts of a podcast. So, uh, we've got that professionally made. The guy sounds an awful lot like me, but um, it is professional. Anyway, here we are. We're on double double digits. We're on episode 10. The big um, one Episode one zero of the Attack the Pod. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd get to get this far, but we've been doing it for our sins every month. I'm Neil, uh, one of your award-winning hosts, and I'm joined by Matt. Also award-winning. Also award-winning. And today we're going to talk about uh, training camps for triathlon, which I think is uh, an interesting topic because it's something that is should be happening around a bit now, but it's something that is very difficult to um, to get to get started. So on that note, we'll get started with the podcast. So let's get on with it. We're going to start with the AGM, actually. Yeah, let's dive straight in. Yeah, because we should mention people that won awards, of course. I only have two. <laughs> I only have the list of two, and there was a lot more people won awards. I'm very sorry. <laughs> we had the AGM last week. It was well attended on Zoom. I think we had about 50 people or so online. It was we really had, well attended, yeah. yeah. More people joined the AGM than joined our live Attack the Pod at Christmas. So shame Ooh. on the lot of you for that, because ours was a lot more fun. Although they did make the AGM pretty fun, I have to say. So yeah. well done, the organizing committee there. And well done, Terence, for managing to eat his dinner um, throughout it. And you for doing a turbo session. Yeah, Terence made and ate a dinner. That was <laughs> impressive in the time of the age. And he was also an award winner, so that's one that I do remember as well. So, yeah, there was a few awards um, dished out. I won one. I don't know if I mentioned it or not. Um, did I? I think it was the big one. Yeah. The big one for the night. It was, quite, it was quite interesting. Anna saying, yeah, you see people and then they just disappear and then they come back and they're on a podcast. And I, was, <laughs> I didn't think it was that quiet. But anyway, so thanks a lot for the award. And you also won an award. Was award was it Athlete of the Year? Uh, male Athlete, male of, athlete the year. of the Year. Yeah, 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 yeah of yeah. course. Yeah, <laughs> I've only been a member of the club for six or seven years. <laughs> it took me to do a, an Ultraman to, to pick in, in, in a pandemic year to and pick up an award. How dare they call it a double Ironman, right? Because it was two and a half times. Two I saw half. you correct yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, congratulations. And also that. the other, <laughs> we're into the rant section straight away. Well, we are. <laughs> I was like... So I, I did like what was it? Yeah, two and a half Ironmans over this over the course of three days. So yeah. so ten k of swimming nonstop didn't stop. Uh, what is four hundred and twenty kilometers in total of, of cycling? Yeah. didn't stop. A double <laughs> marathon stopped to walk over the bridge, and that's the photograph that's they true. use. <laughs> I stopped once in three days, and you use that photograph. Uh, that's true. It's quite, an, it's quite, it's quite a, a, a good choice of pictures, um, whoever picked that. But no, well, got, well done. We, Terence won an award. He was cyclist of the year, I think. Yeah. Uh, and also Mai. Mai was... Office uh, Parish. Yeah, she most was... Most improved. Most improved athlete. Yeah. We had best female athlete was... Lorna? No, Celine. No, it wasn't. Someone, someone said that. <laughs> Lorna! That's no, why it was Celine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's you were head. both deserving of it. Yep, Celine got that. Um, what else? What other um, 
Is that is that it? Is that all the award? Probably missing something. But yeah, apologies if we are. But I think it's great that, and even in a year where everything's all up in its arse, that we can dish out awards. So, and it was good to look back at some of the events from last year. Yeah, because the, there was uh, some. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't try too hard and the attack of the sun. So you know we did our yeah. best, and it was good to remember that that we yeah. yeah we did the best against all odds. Yeah, that's true, and I think there's a lot of. Um, shall we say, enthusiasm to do the same this year. And we yep. might have to do our own events this year, the way things are looking. But, yeah, so we've um, already started talking a little bit and like n no uh, firm plans as yet, but obviously um, we've had a few questions as well about training, so maybe we should. Yep. it's a good good opportunity to dive straight into that. And, yeah, let's do that. You know, are, are we going to be getting back into the, the sort of the same cadence with the Tuesday and Thursday rides, the yep. weekend rides, the open water sessions, the... The run sessions, and uh, I mean, I guess it's a watch this space. Like yeah. ultimately, we've got to, we've got to be pretty strict yep. uh, in, in sort of uh, following regulations. So, so like this, the plans there certainly to bring everything back when it's safe. But while yeah. numbers are still so low, and sorry, you know, the the numbers allowed are still so yeah. low. Um, I think we're gonna kind of wait on, hopefully. By the time we kind of get round to this podcast next month, we might be in a, <laughs> Let's a better so. position to start yeah, doing I, some of those things. I think the consensus is generally we'll follow the rules, and right now the rules don't allow many of these activities. But exactly. What about open water swimming? That's an interesting one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is, though, like, with, uh, is there any rule around that, or because we can, you know, they can put twenty people in a swimming pool in Miranda Bad or whatever? So exactly, that, uh, that's it, right? So I think once. Uh, that's, it's something to visit once mm. we get to a point where the temperature. I saw there was already some yeah. some chat about getting into the water, but yeah. um, I don't I th think Lorna's ever got out the water, has she? So she's been doing some Madness, crazy yeah. <laughs> sub zero but, uh, swimming. I think even anyone else that manages to get into the water at the moment, they won't be lasting for a full session anyway. So yeah. uh, I yeah. think we've got another probably another month on that one yeah. too. But then I think it's something that we can revisit. And I think, yeah, certainly if, if we're allowed those numbers in in a swimming pool, then sort of spread, yeah, a, spread out a little wouldn't. bit out in w yeah. open water. I think uh, yeah. as long as the numbers aren't too big and we're, we're, we're careful about how we do it. it's probably some technicality that if when you arrive to do the swim, if mm. other people are in the water, it's probably allowed. <laughs> you know, but if you're in a group of more than four about to go in the water, it's probably not allowed. There's there's probably some legislation that um, doesn't permit that. But anyway. <laughs> or you, uh, you know, yeah, you have to have it marked with fast freestyle oh, can I which go everyone on, ignores can I, go, <laughs> yeah. I have to come on to that rant actually now you've, you, you've got there let's talk about it so I've been going swimming um, Mere Camp in Amstelveen mm -hmm. which is very nice um, I have to say is it 25 meter it's 25 meter yeah. which I have to be honest I think I prefer I do um, for training I think it's, I, I can't work out why yeah, I don't know why. Maybe that's for for the swimming podcast, which we are going to do. So don't think we're not people. Um, yeah, it's twenty five meter camp. It's it's heated again. I think. Uh, a 20, did I say twenty five meter camp? <laughs> twenty five. <laughs> We've got meter training camps pool. on the, the brain. <laughs> twenty five meter pool, uh, and it's warm to think to about twenty twenty one degrees. It's warm nice. enough for me. I mean, I I, I tend to um, have a little bit of extra um, insulation. <laughs> anyway and, and it's pretty it's decent i mean it's always cold when you jump in and then you know first lap you need to, to get used to but other than that it's great they have tea afterwards if that's your thing um they have proper lo lockers and changing rooms they, they're oh, nice. sort of half yeah. open it's it's like a, a little changing village that doesn't have a door mm -hmm. uh going into the village but it's very good it's a bit, a bit cold uh on the cold days obviously now it's quite good um and yeah it's been great a very clean pool you get a, a sense of it like i, I always felt 
when I was in Miranda Bad, it was yeah. a bit manky. I, I yeah. can't, I'm sure it wasn't, but it felt manky. And uh, the Muir camp is, is very good. And uh, I bumped into Esther and Telma on, on Friday, so they were swimming there as well. Nice. So, um, seems to be a few attack members going there. Very but nice. my rant, yeah, just what you mentioned. So you can book. They're very, they're, they're a bit different from uh, Miranda Bad. You just book a session at Miranda Bad, whereas with Mir Camp, you have to book what group you belong to. So, oh, so, really? Yeah, social swimming. I don't know the Dutch word, but it's like sort of medium swimming and then the fast lane. And obviously, people just pick wherever there's space and they just <laughs> fucking go for it. So you turn up. Sometimes there's no one in the fast lane, and sometimes there's like nine people and there's like someone plodding away in the yeah, social. Yeah, yeah. But everyone sort of establishes their own uh, their own rhythm. What was quite interesting was me going headfirst into a guy last week. Um, maybe you can tell me who's in the wrong here because I think I might have been, but I don't know. So you, you, you've got I a lot can be more, the judge. Yeah, you've got a lot more swimming meters than I'll ever have. So I turns up. There's um, there's two people in the in the in the fast lane, so I jumped in the pool, and I start swimming, and it's clockwise or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's clock whatever it is. It's you know I think it's uh, I think it's actually anti-clockwise. Um, start swimming, do my first lap, twenty five meters, turn round, go down, and just knock straight into the guy, and he looks at me and he's like, arms in the air, and I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I just thought it was you know. I'm doing the 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 sign the sign for swimming around clockwise or whatever, and he's like, yeah, but it's just us two that are here. So I never knew that the other person swimming had fucked off, and I never got the memo that we're just going <laughs> up and down. <laughs> but I feel like I missed something. No, I don't know. No, no, he's is in he, the wrong. He's yeah, in the is wrong. He? Is he? Yeah. I I always try. Well, I I'd always naturally go go clockwise or mm. or anti clockwise. Yeah, I think it's it, actually anti clockwise. Whatever there, it is, but, but um, unless. If it's clear, maybe after 10 minutes, there's only going to be two of you in the lane and yeah. you kind of go to each other, hey, you want to pick a side? So I think if we'd had a discussion, but we had the discussion thing. was yeah. knocking heads or whatever, and he was really <laughs> fucked off at me. And I was a bit like, I felt like I'd, I was like, maybe I was a bit wrong there. But nah, no, I, no. I think he'd made an arrangement with the previous person. <laughs> She'd disappeared and <clears throat> I must have taken He thought place. it was still binding. Well, yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> so. And I was like, I mean, I was very pleasant about it, surprisingly. But um, after that, it was, I'd got the memo, shall we say. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I always think that, you know, what What if someone else gets in? At what point yeah. do you know? So that's yeah. why I, I tend to keep that way until it's really clear. We had a, yeah. an I occasion. I mean, a quick discussion. If you just said, listen, yeah, 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 yeah. up and down or whatever. No I'd worries. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Easier for me, easier for you. But I think it was more his disdain that I had uh, <laughs> altered course <laughs> I had no clue I mean I literally haven't I just jumped in to do my swim but anyway it's a lovely pool if anyone's still I know we talk about it a lot but where to go and um but I haven't tried Norderbad which you have so that's my still uh, that. yeah I'm still shivering through that it's, uh, <laughs> every time I speak to you you talk oh, about how cold it is and it, yet you always go back <laughs> it's convenient it's uh it's more convenient for me I think to get to yeah and uh i'm still being pretty quick because yeah the way you drive you're literally straight off the highway and you're there it's, it's true uh, i don't always have the car though so that's, oh, that's, that's the problem yeah it's great with i don't know when scooter. i have it so um that's true and it's easier to get tickets to get entries for mm. you can usually get it like a day or two ahead same actually yeah, same yeah with, uh, so so there's that and i like the 25 more as well for training i yep. don't know why just yep. like it a little more yeah it's quite um, a nice facility as well from what i've seen in the yeah, photographs yeah yeah it is quite nice but it is yeah. a, it is a 16 17 degree so it's yeah. it's chilly even in a wetsuit to yeah. be honest it's yeah. it has the sort of uh i had one session when you know it's really windy uh oh, last week 
And that, but it obviously cools the water down or something. Because I got in, and even in, in the water, the first 200 meters, I was getting that kind of clamp headache oh, where you yeah, feel yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your head's horrible. in a vice. Yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah. and my feet were frozen for like four days afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you came in with crutches? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's why I enough. slid in. <laughs> Even last week when it was uh, warm, like Friday, was it? No, no, it, it's been nice now. Nice like the, while the sun's shining, it's pretty good everywhere, yeah. I think. Yeah, Makes a big nice. difference. Yeah, I had tinted sunglasses on for the first time uh, this in the last, last year or so. It was quite nice. Anyway, um, I've got down here something about the Monday Night Cycling Club on Strava. Is that something that's happening, so, or is that no? Bun- that's something that we're looking at. The, yeah, kicking yeah. off, now, kicking off now. So obviously, okay. with training opportunities limited, um, yeah. I think we would encourage people to, you know, if they're going for a ride with one or two people, keep posting it. Yeah. Keep those small groups going, but there's nothing that we can kind of get behind as a yeah. club quite quite yeah. yet. Yeah. So uh, we're looking at doing sort of some some more consistent virtual sessions. So uh, one of the ones which seem to have a little traction is maybe just a, a seven o'clock in the evening, Monday night, just an hour, uh, band everyone together on Zwift so you can do your own. Uh, ah, that's what it is. So it's a virtual thing. Yeah, it's a virtual thing. Right. So we're just going to do a, a sort of, a, yeah, everyone can do their own session. For most people, it's probably a nice, easy sort of spin the legs after the weekend, have a little bit of a chat and, uh yeah, for if you want to do your intervals and stuff, you can go ahead and, and still be part of the group. So I'd love yeah. to join it. Do you want to know why I can't? Because I fucked my turbo trainer at the weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, no. I, honestly, right? So I, I'm, uh, I think it was Sunday or something. So I talk about it. We've been getting a load of renovation work done in the house for the last five months or so. So I cover it up if it's going to be dusty or whatever. So I took the cover off it and uh, plugged it in, and I'm hearing this little... What's that? And then just... Poof, a wee puff of smoke and a spark. You blew up the Done. turbo That's trainer. That's fuck. <laughs> I can't even blame it on my immense wattage power going through it. You no, need I wasn't to do that when you, when you claim the warranty or whatever. You need to be <laughs> it's, like, it's like two and you and said it was old. good for 2,000 watts. Two and a- <laughs> <laughs> so I can only assume something's shorted or something. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, you know, I was a bit like, oh man. And it's out of warranty. And then I actually got to thinking. Insurance? Oh, maybe I could, but then I just, well, I never, it's one of these things, you never want to claim on your insurance unless your house gets robbed, but that's for another episode. <laughs> but um, no, I was I was kind of, uh, I, I was a bit pissed, and then I was like, I don't even use it like that. I use my turbo trainer like it's the road, if, if you will. I don't use any of the smart shit, so okay. my power comes from my pedals. I find that a lot easier, because yeah, yeah, I've talked yeah, about yeah. this before, when I had it all linked up, it was just weird resistance. So you're still able to get the resistance Yeah, I used it the... today. Okay. Well, the resistance, there is resistance. Yeah, yeah. But then I just use my gears. I've not noticed any, like, yeah, I might yeah. as well not be turned on is what I'm saying. I've done a se- I've done the session after yeah. that. The recession today, it feels fine. I mean, I do notice I have to spin, I have to keep slightly easier gears on the bike. Yeah. So I think there's a, so I think that translates to there's more resi- natural resistance on the on the turbo. Yeah, it's without, kind of locked into a, a, yeah, it's a higher something. resistance. Yeah, but it's not much. And no. so I thought, mm, I don't know what to do. So I, I might buy con- yourself some time at least. Yeah, then, I mean, uh, I, I, can... might, I might, I might, I might contact uh, tax. I might not. I, I just don't know. I mean, I might just say your turbo train is shite and it just blew up on me. I or, think you should say, look, I, 
I was holding 1600 watts for five minutes. <laughs> you say it's good to 2000, but... Uh, and they'll say, let me see your file and I'll be getting involved in this electronic doping. Yeah, yeah. It might be a simple, like maybe they change a board in it or something, but I was I have to be, I was a bit pissed at the time because it, I could hear the noise and I was like, that ah, just sounds a bit weird. Yeah. Literally, spark, a noise and a puff of smoke. And that was it. And there's a couple of wee LEDs. I think I've got the tax flux or something, or I had. Um, and there's no LEDs, nothing no, like that. Tax. Right? Yeah. So I won't be joining the virtual Monday night, right? Because <laughs> well, you can. Work. You can use. Well, I can't. Well, I can't. I can't use Swift or anything. That's, that's, all, the, that's say, all the functionality yeah, I'm going to yeah. lose. But it might be an excuse to get a Wahoo or something, which I quite fancy. But at the same time, if I'm not using the smart functionality, there's probably no hurry. Although, so I, I've always you or tend to use Erg mode on any any session, so you know where the the train is sort of like reaching the power that. Especially for intervals and things, where right. it just sort of automates the resistance, so right. you can kind of turn off to a degree and, and yeah. just sort of like you know put something on the TV or, or listen to something, yeah. and just just concentrate on the interval. So yeah. Yeah. I've enjoy I enjoy that, but then I've started to get some longer rides and because like the wind last weekend and <laughs> all these different things, so I had some longer rides in there. And what I noticed is because I was doing a lot of them on train and road is that. You just you get really used to just like spinning at the same cadence mm. at the same power. Mm -hmm. So two ten watts for me was uh, at like uh, ninety RPM. I could just sit on that all day without yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. But then when you get into a race, it's really hard to hold <laughs> that right. So that's why I yeah. started using Swift again, yeah. which I haven't used for a long time. That's a fair point. I'm not going to yeah. be able to do any of that. And you just made you just triggered my mind. You had something in my program last week that said pay attention to cadence. And I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you just reminded me. But yeah, yeah so then you have to, yeah. as the, as the, I was trying to hold over four hours, and I can still listen wow. to stuff yeah. and yeah. that, but I was trying to hold basically the two ten watts, but uh -huh. reacting. So I'm having to move up yeah. and down gears to yeah. to react to the terrain a little bit. Yeah. And while it's not, you know, real riding, yeah, it is more re like real riding than yeah. sitting in one gear. Like, yeah, for which sure. Essentially, yeah. I'm doing like track workouts. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I it's should... something that might be a little tip for for people if they are just doing yeah. those sessions in Erg all the time, especially yeah. for long easy rides. Maybe look at taking out of Erg and uh, starting to you know use the gear and use your cadence to go up and down yeah. uh, the maybe range. I should maybe think about um, getting in touch with um, <laughs> with uh, Tack. Anyway. So, uh, training week in Limburg is coming up with uh, some people are going down yeah. um, to get some miles in, group, small groups, whatever the regulations allow is what yeah, we'll so be following. so this is an absolutely non-official yep. training camp. And we're not going to mention it in the podcast. So. <laughs> in any way, shape or form. <laughs> but I think, uh, was it 19th to the 25th, 26th of April? So third week of April, whatever it is. Right. Uh, I put it in for Monday to Sunday, but the, yep. the following sort of uh, Tuesday is King's Day. So a few people are maybe going to do the weekend and stay for a few days. I think we'll keep it very unofficial, very yep. Uh, yep. so people can come down for two, three days if yep. you want to, just the weekend if you want to come down. Yep. And uh, the idea, yeah, we can't get a proper, we can't get a proper camp in this year. The Mallorca camp is obviously not going <coughs> to, not going to happen. So um We'll do some some sort of kind of uh, small groups event 
happening yeah. to be in the same area of uh, the you Netherlands. You brushed over something there. Now, a lot of people will disagree with this, but uh, I mean, I have to say it anyway. One of the real positives of coronavirus is the cancellation of King's Day for the second year in a row, I have to say. Oh, if there's any day that I can't stand. I went from absolutely loving it in my first three years, yeah, yeah. four years here, to absolutely this despising This is an age it. thing, I was yo. just about to say it's because I'm an old grumpy this bastard is a, as this well. This is a stage in life. Because I'm the same. I'm exactly and I used to love it uh, yeah. 10 years ago, but um, anyway. I I like when, when I first arrived, King's Day meant like boat parties and piss ups. And oh, night before. Brilliant, eh? Now, all I can think about is having to pull my kids around bloody markets. Oh, in the yeah. Morning, <laughs> looking, at other, looking at other kids like. <laughs> fire engines that they've broken the thing of and shoved up their ass and or your, like your yeah, kid wants, kid wants to buy it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty torturous i know i know that is, that is going to be very controversial and sound like a right miserable bastard and it's generally because old people are right so yeah <laughs> it's a day off though so you know yeah that's true that's that's the other thing anyway sorry about that Moving on, we're going to talk about about training camps. Yeah. I think this is a good uh, a good segue into that. So, basic basic question of well, what what is a training camp? It might be self explanatory to some people, but tell us what it is from your perspective because you've organised a few of them. Obviously, yeah. not now because it's not official. But if you were to organise one, what yeah, what's a training camp? Yeah, so and I think especially for maybe newer club members or those with le- less experience who may think it sounds a bit kind of too professional, you know, to, yep. to, to warrant. But um, essentially how it sounds is it's sort of a training holiday, I would I would say in some ways. Usually, you know, we, we do Mallorca a week over there um, looking for a, you know, slightly better weather, which allows yep. a little bit more... Uh, little bit more activities to be and enjoyment to be performed and enjoyment yeah more social element there but it's uh yeah just an opportunity to do you know to go a bit further to do a little bit harder to to do a little bit more distance than than you usually would um and yeah without sort of uh getting into into the nitty-gritty quite yet as well it's it's usually something, especially in triathlon, where we have quite a defined season mm-hmm. of like summer races, sort of starting yep. maybe May, June, uh, uh, you know, going through to, to till the end of the summer. It's something you would usually do around this time of year, which is why we're talking about it now. But around yep. sort of April, May time uh, is is the ideal time to do it. Um, so what are the goals then? What's the the, the main goals of well, actually? I think we had a camp? message from Mehdi, didn't yeah, we? Who's uh, he? He's sort of like describing his approach to a camp, yeah. and I think he kind of has a really good description of that. So maybe we can. I'm going to play that, but just yeah. before I do, right? I don't know if you heard the the, the county the person that was seen the most comments on WhatsApp and I think it was Mehdi. Yeah, yeah. And then it was us two. Yeah. And I mean, like, come on, we're researching for the podcast here, and we're getting abuse for that. And I was like. <laughs> I've organised two events as well and got a load of people along so late. So give us a break, Anna, yeah. come on. And and if, if there was an award for the person that's had the most airtime in the podcast with voice messages, it's Mehdi. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, Matt and Neil, this is Mehdi, and I want to make a short contribution to the uh, podcast on the topic of training camps. So how I approach this is basically uh, introduce training camp in my general build phase. Um, usually it's either bike focus or bike slash trip and I make sure that it's more about putting in mileage than, than intensity. Uh, it's already quite a lot of workload and, and training stress to the body, increasing the amount of volume from 
a typical eight to 10 hours a week to anything between 20 and 30 hours per week. Adding on, on a lot of intensity could be harmful. But doing the training camp in a hilly area anyway, you will do some sort of interval tempo type of effort. So the majority, I would say, I would be on endurance zone as, as much as possible. The one thing I want to experiment in the future is plan a training camp right before uh, a race. So basically what I would do is a week of camp and I will, I will be then doing a lot of race efforts and then straight into a taper and in for a week and or basically a week or 10 days depending on the distance and then straight into uh, in, into race day so that was our unofficial um event host uh, yeah. to, <laughs> I'm just kidding. no so a lot of interesting points he says some of the things that you mentioned about getting more sort of time and doing yeah. a bit more than you than you usually would I think he nails it to be honest. Yeah. So, so sort of at the at the root of what a training camp is, it's that kind of opportunity to leave the normal life, leave your standard life behind. Yeah, you know all and the stress. Wife. Yeah, yeah. The standard life, standard life and, and wife. wife. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, it doesn't just have to be your partner. But you know, like yeah. all those stresses of work, of yeah. being at home, of all those different things, and you sort of get to act like a pro for a week. Yeah. Um, and everyone's definition of what that is is going to be really different. Um, yeah. but it gives you that sort of space and that opportunity to just do, you know, commit yourself a lot more to training. Um, yeah. And I think Metis uh, sort of nails that really in, in terms of looking at maybe two to three times kind of the normal volume that you would do in a week. There's no sort of golden amount here. And if you're someone who trains five times a week or sorry, five hours a week, then you don't want to be doing 30 hours because mm, that's yeah, just going to kill yeah. you. And, yeah. and you're probably not even going to get around that anyway. But sort of looking at, yeah, sort of double, triple the amount that you do is probably, a, a, a you know, really decent guideline and the vast majority of it is volume like that that's really what you're looking at in a training camp and especially most camps are focused on the bike um that's why this time of year that's why it's so popular to go to the the kind of mallorca the lanzarote yeah. tenerife you know all these places with a bit more sun as well as hills looking for some different terrain to, to challenge you and uh put some extra time in on the bike especially um and yeah, as Matey said, probably the swim as well, looking at a little bit more consistency in the swim. So so if you were sort of away for seven days, I'd look at getting at least four or five swims in. Okay. Might only be forty minutes, might be you know, an hour. Don't have to be focusing on anything too hard. Maybe one session would be really hard uh in the middle of the week. Running sort of keep it topped up, maybe one good run and a couple of brick runs in there. Um but the rest of it, yeah, would focus around sort of getting some big mileage on the bike and essentially what you're looking for is if you're thinking you know a typical kind of training schedule you're getting maybe you know two percent fitter each week so, so let's say for example and you're looking at this as sort of that chance to really bump and do like a 10 20 percent sort of increase does it, not, does it not come at any sort of risk of over fatigue like or just general fatigue like too much yeah or? definitely <laughs> i think you have to be smart uh, okay. and know your level going into it so if, if this is going to be hard in itself mm -hmm. I know some people who will like, you know, focus on, oh, I, I want to be able to, to sort of do myself justice as a, at a camp as a sort of a, sort of a, a motivation over winter to get into the shape to sort of do a camp, which is kind of fun because that, that's what it's there for essentially. But yeah, at the yeah. same time, like, why not have that as a goal? Yeah. Um, but also just that's where this sort of idea of like, just be realistic just because 
like I'm trying to think, the last training camp in Mallorca, I think I did about 30 hours in total. Because I'm doing 30 hours, it doesn't mean everyone should try and do 30 hours. I'm yeah. also doing 12, 14 hours in an average week. So yeah. that's less of a jump up for me yeah. than if you're doing five hours going to 15 hours. What do you say to those that might feel a bit pressured into it? You, know, you might feel people a bit pressured when they're yeah. like, right, we're going to do 150k ride here. And someone's like, yeah, I'll join. Yeah, no, yeah. You know they shouldn't be joining. I mean, how... There is a bit of that. I mean, Definitely. How, how do you... I think everyone needs to have a realistic idea of where they are. But one yeah. of the things and one of the real benefits of, or, or sort of, I guess, like uh, selling points of like of our camp in Mallorca, for example, is there's always two or three groups riding every yeah. day. So, you know, often I don't even ride in the, in the highest group, you know, because I also know there's a week of riding to be done, right? Mm. And a little bit of running and quite a lot of swimming. So... I want to make sure that I'm still going hard till the end of the week. Yep. So I would rather ride a level easier and get through it every time and then add something on, maybe tack on an extra run at the end of the day rather than sort of cook myself trying to trying to follow. So I think there's a realism, but also joining or taking part in a camp that is catered to your level uh, and where you are, not where you want to be, or has has multiple levels to choose from, like like the Mallorca camp and like yeah. we were sort of planning on doing in Limburg for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay, so to Mehdi's point, also he wants to try, you know, let's do a camp just before a race and let's make it more intensive and, and put the gas, there, put the pedal down. What's your thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, not so much. On that <laughs> um, let's yeah. see. I mean, I'm not sure. It seems like it's, it's, it's asking for injury. But maybe that's for sure, just especially I'm... if you're doing a lot of race pace, yeah. even if that is like Ironman race pace, which isn't, you know, mm -hmm. over hard. But then you, the stress has to come from somewhere. So then it's going to come from volume. I'm not sure that carrying that amount of volume into a race is going to be smart at that point yeah what you do see is like sort of at the pro levels they'll come down from like an altitude camp maybe 10 days mm. out yeah but actually altitude tends not to be very uh very hard because uh, i mean you can't push yourself very hard at altitude with with le less oxygen available that's the point of being there yeah. so often it is quite a lot of endurance and longer stuff getting those advantages getting the blood uh the oxygen volume sort of in the blood much higher and then coming down to race but I, i'm not sure that sort of I feel like the the sort of uh, the over indexing of fitness that you get out of a camp it sort of takes a few weeks to settle in. Yeah, um, that's also from a from a sort of beginners or or you know sort of about not biting off too much is also yeah. sort of planning everything around. Yeah, the camp. So maybe you want to take a couple of days off before yeah. we, before you get there just to make sure you're arriving fresh. Whereas yeah. if you're more experienced, maybe you don't need that. Yeah. Um, you might want to make sure that you've got. A rest day in the middle of the week where again more experienced athletes might not need that rest day but yeah. build yourself in that buffer and also give yourself time for the fitness to soak in afterwards you yeah. know because uh that's something that you know if you rush back and you everyone comes back from camp they're so motivated you've just yeah, been that's you know yeah. swim bike and run or, or if it's a cycling holiday or cycling camp you know you've been really focused on that thing you're probably feeling really strong really fit had a great time riding some hills you know all these things you come back and you want to throw yourself into carrying that on but you need to give yourself a little bit of time for that to settle in and mm. to for the fitness to sort of uh you know to to, to sort of uh yeah go into action essentially yeah. so so medit try it 
and we'll get you into podcast. Yeah, and tell yeah, us I'd love it goes. to hear it. You can be uh, <laughs> N equals one experiment. <laughs> yeah, let, let's see how it goes. Right, so that's all kind of about a camp. But what about you know? Certainly now, there's a lot of people who would usually do a camp who can't do a camp. Yeah. Um, for various reasons, but the obvious one being the pandemic. What advice would would you give them? Like, do something at home because yeah. you know, the it's a good time in general to fit this sort of uh, increased volume of training in, right? Yeah. Whether you call it a camp or not is another matter. So I think that's as well. Uh, how do we define a camp? So, yeah. Um, it's nice to get away because when we talk about those extra pressures and stuff, like just sort of that that mental space of being somewhere new, new roads, new you know new swimming pools, all those things. They up until triathlon, a camp to me was Butlins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you might not get that if you're not from the UK. <laughs> yeah, but those things you know make a difference. Obviously, go seeking the weather is is nice as well when you're not sure this time yeah. of year how yeah. it's going to be here. So you you know if you head over to Spain for example, you've got a 90% chance that most days are going to be rideable at least. But then, so when I was part of a tri club in Dubai, for example, we, there was like a, you know, a couple of official camps, but we also had some weekend camps. So it might be three or four days where you took the Thursday and Friday off work and just had a really big weekend, sort mm -hmm. of swim, bike and run every single day. Uh, maybe some extra sessions, you know, there might've been a couple of swims one day, got together as a team and really pushed yourself. And that was just done sort of you know within the area on the normal on the normal roads but but had that sort of thing all pushed together and i like when i first arrived in the netherlands and pre-attack days and like was working around sort of freelancing mm -hmm. and all these things i sort of uh gave myself like a similar time a year i did a, a sort of solo camp if you like where mm -hmm. for five days i just sort of took that time and was like i'm gonna ride yeah. 100k every day there's a real um telling story here as to where our paths differed when we were growing up because when you talk about a big weekend where I come from where you take <laughs> no, I Thursday, some of those big weekends Thursday and well. Friday off your work yeah <laughs> it usually results in a well, massive hangover <laughs> they were normally Monday, Monday and Tuesday off work <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah but no it's a very good point and I think the yeah, the message is it doesn't yeah. have to be a camp with other people necessarily it doesn't have to be organized exactly. you can make it yourself you can i just, even do yeah. like so so some of the athletes i coach will know that if they're, especially for the ones that haven't done like a half or a full before and they're training yeah. towards that we'll have what we call like a big weekend yeah essentially and um that sort of again that is sort of maybe three days of really over indexing on on the you know putting the volume really high compared to what they do just to getting them used to sort of swimming, biking, and running with that extra fatigue there, and also yeah. to be on your feet for eight hours a day, for example, which yeah. is half of the challenge in an Ironman, yeah. for example, is that it's a bloody long day. So yeah. I think, yeah. um, sorry, just thinking out loud here, but yeah. something that many of the those that have not done a camp or it might be one of their first camps or, or they're very new to it is um, just doing a brick session might be a new thing. Yeah, you know, exactly. Doing back-to-back -back sessions with bike and run, et cetera, or swim yeah. to bike or something. Or that, even that test a weekend, just say yeah. this Saturday and Sunday, I'm going yeah. like, to do, I'm going to get up, I'm going to go for a swim if yeah. I can. I'm going to do a two hour bike and then I'm going to do a 30 minute run and I'm going to yeah. do it both days. Yeah. And that's sort of the, the sort of taster of what a camp yeah. is like. But also if you haven't done that before, that's also going to like accelerate a few fitness gains. Mm. Yeah. There and, as and well. confidence gains as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can say that from experience, um, having done similar things. But I'll ultimately as well, you know, while it's great and it's good fun to go to Italy and mm. Mallorca and Spain and all these different things that, that, 
even going yeah two hours south to Limburg or you know in in other yep. days maybe sort of uh, driving down to the Ardennes or mm. across to Germany or something for four or five days. It's just that sort of um, little change of scenery. Yep. For me, I like the change of terrain. You know, yeah. that, that's a big, big one for me there. I I've like to get this, out. I've done this before my half Ironman uh, in Portugal, I think it was, and it was quite hilly. <laughs> Yeah. You've been me, I just entered it, never looked at the, <laughs> the profile at all. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, there's lots of hills. I've not been in the hills since I left Scotland. And uh, I went for a couple of days to Germany to do some hilly routes that Hamish had given me, and it was great. Yeah. And I just, uh, but, uh, first day I'd done my own, second day some guy passed me on Strava and sent me a comment, and I biked with him the next day. So nice. it's amazing how yeah. kind of people you meet. He was an ex-pro skateboarder. Oh, really, really interesting guy. Yeah, he showed me another route, and... Anyway, great story. So you can you can just meet people. He wasn't he wasn't on his skateboard, was he? Well, I do go that slow. He <laughs> <laughs> said this on the half pipe. I was <laughs> no, he was a, he was never a decent <clears throat> decent cyclist. Yeah. Um. Some some of the the practical um parts. If you do go to yeah. a camp, a lot of people have never done this. You see a lot of comments about it, like how do I pack my bike? And, yeah, you know, yeah. What's what what should people consider there? Yeah, and, and there's a big split, I guess, or, or a, f a pretty even split um, for, for Mallorca between look at where you're going and do they have bikes, you know, yep. available to hire easily? Because in Mallorca, there's so many bikes. If you get there in time then or on time and you, you book on time, that it probably doesn't really cost any different to, to, to traveling with your bike or maybe even a yeah. little less. Yeah. So for me, for the sort of ease of, of, uh, of travel, I would just rent it there and just be done with it and be able to, uh, yeah, treat it like a treat it like a higher bike. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> treat it well. Do you do do you get any sort of bike snobbery creeping in there if you're used to having your 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 own bike, your own your own tools? I don't necessarily. Okay but what I did have in Mallorca last time is the reverse. I <laughs> I had uh, I used a bike with disc brakes for the first uh, time. It's like getting that courtesy card. They always give you a better card yeah. than you have. <laughs> and then I got home was like. Oh, I'm going to need to sell my bike. <laughs> so uh, as someone that's not the best descender or not yeah. that confident, disc brakes were a yeah. real changer like, in that way. So, But it, maybe it's a way you can, you know, you could, if you had something in mind and you were thinking, I, I quite fancy that uh, that Bianchi, mm. then, you know, look for it's somewhere that rents it out, it out and yeah. rent it for a week and see if you like it and it's yeah. worth paying money for. But um, yeah. And I think if you want to bring your own bike, you can do it. Definitely. Just, you know, there's plenty of uh, YouTube videos on how to pack your bike. The only thing then is you need to obviously uh, get the bike box and yeah. stuff if you don't have one already. But The club has one that you can rent, but you've got to yeah. be quick. Um, there's also a few places around Amsterdam where um, right. they rent them out. And, they're, and they're there's very... usually a member that's not going will have one <laughs> that you true. can give yeah. a bottle of wine to or something. So. Or uh, keep the box that you bought your, if you bought a new so bike. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah I mean... I can only speak for Canyon of late, but Canyon package their bikes very good because yeah. they're essentially a mail order uh, online uh, company. They, they they give you a box that they make you pay for, but it's like 15 bucks or something, but it's great. But you could yeah. reuse it It's easily, fantastic. Yeah. I, I don't have the box, but I have all the, the foam pieces yes. on how so that I can pack it all together and then put it in any box or any carrier yeah. that I wish. And um, whilst I don't travel a lot, I've travelled a bit with it and I've never had any issues. Um, yeah. I, I assume that anything that can be broken will be broken. So if it's hanging... It's no longer hanging. If Take it can move, derail it. it doesn't Take move. the rear yeah. derailleur off. Everything every like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, don't, I mean, if you are thinking about taking your bike to a camp yeah. or something, just ask for some advice and there's plenty of people in the WhatsApp group or in the yeah. club that can help I'd you. I'd say that if you're, maybe a, if you're maybe a newer cyclist, then yeah. ju just look at renting. You don't have yeah. to take it apart. You don't have to yeah. worry about packing it. Yeah. You can just turn up. If 
if the gears are, have gone to shit after three days, you can take it straight back and get a new bike That's or get true, them to yeah. do it. So yeah. I think that out of a, a ease and sort of like a peace of mind, mm. it can be nice to do that. But then, yeah. you know, if, if you're very attached to your bike and you're a bit yeah. more serious and you know what you're doing with it, and yeah. I would, yeah, yeah, of course, then then it's nice to have your own That's bike true. there. But yeah. um, And with yeah. the cost of traveling with a bike it's, it's not so bad exactly yeah, especially it's, it's in much Europe. of a muchness yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because to, to travel you could be eas- easily be 100 150 euros to to take your bike yeah and you still risk damage which you probably will not be insured for no yeah. matter what you think they will find a way to <laughs> not pay you so uh and you know 150 200 to hire a, a nice shiny bike that's well maintained and looked after it's a bit of a no-brainer. i think we even pay it may even be like 110 120 for the week in mallorca it's a so it's yeah yeah no-brainer. i think it's uh and then if you do take your, and maybe we're getting into a different issue there, but um, one thing that we do, or a lot of people do, obviously you need to take pedals. Um, yeah. So take off your pedals, and I take my saddle. Yep. And then uh, I'm very picky about what saddle I ride. Right. Um, but then, you know, I don't notice the difference between the rest of the bike, but as long as I've got my, my pedals and my saddle. <laughs> then, well then, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, okay. So and then the other thing that I think you could obviously bike and uh, sorry, your, your, your gear, you're going to need a little bit of uh, flexibility, check the weather the week before uh, to make sure you, yeah, you've, you've covered the weather conditions. Yeah, yeah. But then the other thing that is maybe worth considering, it, which isn't always easy to get hold of is, is your nutrition. So, you know, whether it's your sports drinks, your gels, protein mixes, whatever it might be, um, they can be hard to get, get hold of. And, Nutrition. I think we, when we put this this sort of uh, question out to the group as well, one of the things Frankie came up with, and obviously Frankie is our resident professional, spends yep. more time on camps than we do. Yep. But um, it can be hard to stay on top of nutrition at a camp, and that can be something that creeps up on you, and, and sort of four or five days of, yeah. you know, two hundred percent increase or whatever of of volume, and you can be, you feel like you're dying on your ass, but it's just a yep. pure calorie game but at that I- point. And it's happened in previous uh, camps. People have been caught short um, yeah. of nutrition. But one thing actually to keep in mind with the upcoming unofficial camp, if you may or may not be in the area, yeah, um, is you might not have access to tradition, normal kind of breakfast and dinner and things. So yeah. something to keep in mind as well, yeah. just for the upcoming uh, unofficial non-happening camp. Yeah, or and there's is, not going to be quite so easy to stop at restaurants yeah, or, exactly. or things. So yeah, there is so a, a, an idea to carry a little bit more. I've even yeah. written that down. That's a good point. Yeah for me to uh, get my shit together on that because that uh, said i mean there are like i was riding down there a few weeks ago and there's plenty of coffee shops which yep. are kind of open outside or places to stop and get yeah. an apple pie i was thinking more outside, like breakfast so. you might not i don't know if the hotels are putting breakfast on to be honest yeah but, some of them yeah. are doing takeaway breakfast so no. you can go and pick it up and bring it back up to your room um but uh i'm i'm you know but once I paid for the hotel, I'm a bit tight as well. So I, I, I tend to head to Arbor Tyne and get a few yeah, yeah, yeah. yogurts or, or breakfast well, bars true, or yeah. those kind of things. And, uh, so what you mentioned, let, let's use that to the to the last point on yeah. training camps. What about Limburg? What what can someone expect if they're at the unofficial non-happening camp? Yeah, so if, if you haven't joined the uh, the WhatsApp group or, or the meetup, then uh, do so. Um, and I shared a sort of a bit of an overview with a, bo- a bunch of routes in there if okay. uh, anyone's interested in taking a look at that. And I think it's going to be a little bit like up to everyone to connect. So I put a, a rough itinerary in there uh, just in terms of some suggestions of, you know, when it's good to do a, good, a long ride versus when it's good to do a run. It looks like swimming's unlikely. So rather than doing oh. 
swims, I think uh, I would suggest maybe like an easy technique run, just an easy jog to wake up in the morning, kind of earlier on. Well, often, you know, if the weather's not as great as it was today here. Mm, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, uh, if, even if it's a 10, 12 degree day, it's, it's fine for riding, but maybe you don't mm. want to be heading out at 9 a.m. because it's going to be maybe five or six degrees at that yeah. point till yeah. till it warms up, so maybe an easy run there. And then I think, you know, it's up to everyone to connect a little bit and say, hey, I'm, I'm going to do yeah. this route today. Who wants to join me? And, and yeah, and of course, <laughs> even though that joke about it, we do have to sort of keep to the rules, which yeah. at the moment we think is for people, pair groups. Or yeah, I think sm- as long as we keep them small groups yeah. or, or there's a bit of separation between people. And, uh, and I think it will naturally take its course anyway. Yeah. They'll be slower and faster groups. Exactly. And so, don't be afraid to speak up, I would say. I've, I've been on camps before where... yeah. You get a bit too proud, and before you know it, you're on your arse. But so far, I've seen like people of all different levels yeah. also signed up. So don't feel like you can't come, like yeah, because absolutely. Yeah. you know that when we talk about that extra volume, it might just be like riding 30k every day is a massive increase for you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, uh, so and it, that's fine too. You know, there's plenty of nice ways to do it, and then. If you don't know Limburg, if you haven't been down there, then you're going to be shocked to find you in the Netherlands. Um, always feels a bit more like Belgium or Germany to me down there. Like yeah. A little kind of, even the countryside feels different. Will the routes take you into Belgium? Uh, a few of them do. Yeah. It, it's not a problem cycling-wise. To come yeah, I was out. more thinking yeah. it's nice being in Belgium. Yeah. I quite yeah. like it down there. I've, and I've Germany a couple of times. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, across there. Multi, uh, but there's some cracking routes. We the, the, we've got parts of all the full, uh, well, parts of the Amstel Gold races in there, yeah. parts of the Klim Classic as well. So some some of the iconic climbs of the sort of uh, Belgian Dutch kind of season are in there as well. Uh, if you've never seen a 25 degree incline, get ready to see that and or. or Walk it more I'll likely. Drive it <laughs> I'll drive it that day. Okay. I don't think you'll drive up there. My car wouldn't get up there. I can tell you that. <laughs> Mine definitely would. Right. Um, so on that, we're going to move on to. Well, let's play the jingle. Well, no. Wait there. Let's play the jingle. And your training plan. Still love it, but I would say that right. <laughs> That must be an awards-winning jingle as well. I wonder, like, you know, like the next time that we're actually out. Like, I, I can imagine being at sort of like a King's Day party or something. <laughs> King's Day, I don't think us two will be out. <laughs> pride, well, I mean, pride. pride yeah. I, I love the parties yeah, yeah. pride. And yeah, then yeah, this so. dropping in, and I'm just going to be expecting for like... <laughs> to hear me yeah. and your training plan. <laughs> anyway, right, for though, I mean, we've spoke a lot about it. Where you should be in your training plan is you should be organising a camp in the next few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, where should someone be? They've got an event, July, August. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's going further out, further out as the, <laughs> as the races get cancelled. event in May or June, June <laughs> July, July. Yeah. Uh, where, where, where should one be around a bit now? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 probably a good segue from camps to this, to be honest, because that's sort of why camps are so useful at this time of year. So just breaking it down really, really sort of quickly in terms of the swim. I would, if you're swimming once a week, be trying to get into the pool twice a week at the moment. Yeah, and there's if a lot of options twice, now in Yeah, Amsterdam, exactly. So that should be easy. easier to get a swim. Yeah, yep. exactly. If you're swimming twice a week, maybe time to step it up to three times a week. So adding some frequency to the swim okay. at this time of year is usually uh, usually pretty important. And then actually starting to touch on all zones. So whereas we've been probably a bit more endurance focused till now. Uh, maybe even a bit of strength endurance, actually starting to work a little bit at everything. So not only sprints, but, you know, 25s, 50s, 100s, 400s, really doing a little bit of of everything in every session or in most sessions, touching on 
different paces is a, is a good thing to try to to try to do at the moment. In terms of cycling, then yeah, this is this is you know speaks to the camp kind of uh, idea yeah. as well. This is a good time to start adding volume. Yeah. Weather's improving. We've got a few days off coming up here and there. Yep. Get out on the bike, add some extra rides, add some extra mileage in, start to build the endurance a little bit more yep. this time of year. And then running, I'd say, is a little bit of the, a combination of those two things. So maybe a, a bit more frequency, but that could also, don't think that means another hard run. That could just mean an extra 30-minute yep. technique kind of yep. easy recovery run, but try to get on the feet a little bit more often. Maybe starting to add a little bit of volume to that longer run each week. Don't overdo it. It doesn't have to be every week even. could be every two weeks, one slightly longer run. But also starting to touch all, all the volume, uh, sorry, all the intensities a little bit more. So you could add some, add, you start adding the track sessions, start adding a little bit of tempo, start adding a little bit of sort of zone two uh, or keeping the zone two in there. But um, yeah, starting to touch on everything a little bit more because we're starting to think about getting a little bit more race specific yeah now. that's what i was going to say what we're we looking at what, yeah. what is the purpose of this a bit of a conversion moment really okay. we don't need to get fully specific we don't want to dial all those things in but we are starting to sort of think about that a little bit more so yeah. it's starting to make that little transition to really this is the point where we're going from a base period to 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 something more traditionally build mm. okay okay good and we'll no doubt have more conversations on that if anyone that does uh, make it down to limburg so um good on that and many other things. Yes. Although there'll probably not be much alcohol. Probably a good thing. Right. I'm, uh, I've got alcohol free. You've gone alcohol yeah, free? Yeah, yeah. I've like, done... Well, I did dry we, January and then I did dry March. <laughs> <laughs> and you were smashed in February. Yeah, but, yeah I think in the but, whole of <laughs> What I do is I, I do one month on, one month off. But, but I just drink the whole month. <laughs> <laughs> but you traditionally are more of a... Um, you'll have a drink of wine at night or something, Yeah, right? I'd so have you, a couple yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. Or like... Uh, one of the things I really struggle with is like the mental kind of Friday night of... A finished work. I need that moment uh -huh. to have like a few beers just yeah. to come down. But um, yeah. yeah or after a 10k a swim, as we've all seen. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, uh, I've spoken about it before. Like last time I had the drink was when we'd done the live attack. Yeah. And it'd been a while before and, that. And as well. It was months, like June or yeah. something. It's just, it's, it's not been a conscious effort. But I was never a drinker at home. I was always a, what you'd classify as a binge drinker. Yeah. So I would go out and, and get trashed at the weekend with friends or something. Still had that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't miss it. I would still do it when the opportunity comes, especially after lockdown if some yeah. friends are like, right, let's do this. That's but what I'm I thinking. Really don't I, miss it. it might just sort of bring it out for special occasions. Yeah, I mean, I've always sort of lived that way. There was just right. too many special occasions. But now I'm keeping the, the occasions yeah. a lot less. And uh, I definitely feel better for it. And... I really don't miss it. If one thing I say to people is, maybe this is to your point, Anna, but I feel a bit more boring. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm not, um, you know, drinking, I, I definitely feel like I'm just like, if friends are out drinking, I feel a bit like, you know, whatever. But I, I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. No. And it wasn't a concerted effort. I didn't say, right, that's it. It, it really started happening when I upped my training for the half Ironman. It was just a byproduct. Just a natural, yeah. yeah. This is the byproduct, which I'm more than happy to have, where I would, usually when I was just doing sprints, um, I would still go out with my friends on a Saturday and then try and knock out a session on Sunday. You can. It just wasn't possible. As well for that, that distance. <laughs> yeah, well, when you were me, not even that was an effort. But I could, exactly. But yeah. when I was training for harder stuff, 
it wasn't an option. I mean, it was, but then I wouldn't do my training. So yeah, I yeah, quickly yeah. realised, right, it's it's one or the other. And so the byproduct was just not drinking, uh, just not partying or anything. And Maybe we've got yeah, a whole, like, uh, alcohol episode <laughs> to... Uh, yeah, we can mentoring, do. counselling, <laughs> therapy. We can roll it all into one. Right, on that, we're going to end. We never end without talking about what we're reading or listening to. And uh, I have to be honest, I'm not reading or listening to anything. I've kind of took a little bit of a break from podcasts because sometimes I just listen to music. Um, yeah. I've not been uh, running, as you know. I don't think I spoke about it on this, but I injured my ankle a little bit, so... I've had five or six weeks of not running. Is uh yeah. is running your standard kind of podcast yeah. time? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah. And and cycling, if I yeah, certainly with the longer bike rides, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll put a podcast on. But sometimes it can be a bit much. But I've just kind of taken a break actually, and I um yeah, I don't need to get back to it. So I've not been listening to anything, and I've not been reading anything. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on how to build a garden deck. So <laughs> as, as, as always, it's never anything to do with triathlon. I've just got what, a, what, um, an eclectic taste. <laughs> what kind of YouTube rabbit holes have you disappeared down after following oh, that? Like, do you get sort of other buildings or you know, other DIY oh, I, products? I, I, electricians. I've been watching. I can tell you all about uh, um, UK electrical uh, regulations <laughs> yeah. not no shit and i've started learning a lot about the the dutch wiring system because i've had to wire stuff in the house but uh it takes me in all sort of directions it's given me a lot of obama stuff at the moment oh, youtube really? has got me dialed in pretty he, well I have to he's say. quite the electrician <laughs> <laughs> you should see him wiring up a consumer board I did you. everything <laughs> in the white house just <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> Uh, YouTube has got me pretty well dialed in. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's usually DIY videos, which are either woodwork or electrical stuff at the moment. Um, Obama videos. Dead Mouse, the uh, DJ, mm -hmm. for some reason. And aviation. I, I, I always get suggested aviation videos. And it works because I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> well, what about you? What what does uh, well? First of all, what you're reading or listening to? Well, I put down. So uh, I recently discovered uh, the the Geraint Thomas mm. uh, Cycling Club podcast. See, everyone's copying us, Matt. Like, everyone know, wants a podcast. Has he got any awards yet? I mean, for his podcast, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's probably the, quite a successful yeah. cyclist. <laughs> Have you heard of the Tour de France <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the Olympics? <laughs> Uh, but it, it, it's really nicely done. It's like, uh, I don't know, I think the series is going to be like uh, 20 episodes. And in okay. each episode, they choose a different theme. So he's got a coat. He's coat. ripping us off, he man. He is, he is. He better be uh, yeah, paying yeah. us some rights. He's probably got the BBC behind him or something. You know, Someone, one of these cheap yeah. organisations. It's, it's a BBC journalist. He does selling it with, him, so, selling him, yeah. selling his soul. But... Uh, yeah, it's good. The last one I uh, listened to was about sort of the couple classics and they interviewed oh, Tom okay. Boonen. So nice. But is he do not like, dull as fuck? He's actually, his personality comes out quite a lot more on this one. Oh, that's one. good. That's and, good. Uh, so, but it's it's a nice listen. And, and also it's not, how do I say, it's not full-on cycling geekery. So I think mm -hmm. if you are interested in cycling as a sport, yeah. but you want to find out a little bit more about sort of the inside sort of, scoop or, or learn a little bit more about does he go it? down does he go down the route that lance i don't know if you listen to lance's podcast but he tells it like it is yeah and i know a lot less, of people are like oh uh, fuck lance but he does kind of tell it yeah, like it is yeah. and, uh, it's less sort of full on but that's also like quite a geek like they get into race dynamics right yeah, race tactics they do, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like hey remember that time we raced yeah. Bay in 95 you know <laughs> half is one even born <laughs> yeah exactly so this is much more of a gentle introduction so that's i think this is a nice good one to together, uh yeah. 
But talking about Lance, the other thing that I put down here, which I watched, uh, so if you've got Disney Plus in the Netherlands, they added Stars, which is a TV channel, to Disney Plus. Yeah. And one of the things you get is the ESPN documentaries. Disney are smashing it. And uh, they've got a great, or the, there was a, a great ESPN documentary about Mr. Armstrong. So it's just called Lance. Yeah. It's a two-parter. Each part's probably an hour and a half, so it's a it's a it's a big meaty thing, and it it's definitely not hagiographical. Like they ask everything from like they is he participating in it? He participates. Yeah, have, he's talked everyone about participates, uh, and no one holds back, including, including him. himself. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it even whilst in some ways it sort of points to the grey areas, even like without ruining things, it's not scared to, to sort of call him out as being a bit of an asshole at the end as well. So He calls himself out to be an Yeah, asshole, but it, be it's nice. It's really well made. Yeah. Uh, my wife has zero interest in cycling, and she loved it. She thought it was really ah, interesting. interesting. I'm and a big Lance fan. I mean, it's not yeah, a yeah, secret. You'll enjoy it. it I think you'll enjoy it. I like, I think he's, he's still... He was always arrogant. He's still a bit arrogant, but I think that's what made him who he was. Also, yeah. his bad side as well. But yeah. um, what I always find interesting is he gets asked it all the time, you know, if you could do this again, would you do it? He's like, 100%. I would do it. Um, he says, like, and, and even, okay, it's a bit of a sort of hippy-dippy thing, but mm. he, when they ask if you could live it all again and or would you change anything, he's like, well, I got to now and I'm happy now. Yeah, so, he talks about stuff he would change and do differently, but I think he's quite open that he probably would dope again and there was reasons yeah. for doing it. And I think his more his remorse is more about how he treated others. Definitely, um, see that more. Yeah. When they ask what he regrets, it's always about his treatment of others yeah. more than... Yeah. Anything else? He's and went through a big journey. He's went through yeah. a trans transformation. One of the interesting parts I found was uh, they, they sort of talk about the foundation and all that. And, it's and the biggest pain point, I think, for him is losing that. It, it, definitely seems yeah. to be. He he was sore about that for yeah. sure. But they, they talk about just uh, it, the foundation and all the work he did you know, for cancer. That certainly doesn't uh, excuse what he did on the bike, but by the same ex or by the same token, what he did on the bike doesn't uh, sort of null and void yeah, yeah, what yeah. he did for cancer, which is that, a, which is a fair point, right? That's how he, right? that's yeah, how he the, talks the, about it as well. That is, um, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> and now I'm going to look like I'm, I'm defending the other side, but it, if you if you think about a politician, they're in a position. Trump, right? You know, he might have done some stuff that was good for, for a lot of people. <laughs> might have to think hard about it, but he might have done stuff, but he's he's, he's still an idiot. You know, yeah, yeah. He, he, it's a... You can be a dick it, and still have done something good, though. I, exactly, but I think yeah. what... It's more... I think the problem... Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's no right or wrong answer to this. I think the problem is more that you're in a, a position of authority or leadership and sure. you're a role model. Yeah. And and that's probably why you had to step away for the foundation. But I think I he, think I think it was the right decision, and he's yeah, sore he about it. But he's very bitter about not being recognised for the half billion that he's yeah. he's responsible for raising. And um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but there it is. So, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, that's a that's I a like recommended him. watch for because yeah, again, I don't that. think you have to be um, a crazy cycling fan. Because I say my wife has yeah. zero interest. Yeah. She wouldn't be able to tell you what bike race Lance Armstrong had ever won. He's a very engaging character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very interesting thing. I'm not sure if people know about it, but 
<laughs> when he was uh, came out clean. I mean, long story short, Lance had uh, an investment in Uber mm-hmm. to be rumored at the time. I think hundred thousand when the company was valued at ten million. So it worked out. Someone will get the maths right or wrong. I think it was about one percent, and he's that's that set him that's up. Set, that saved that's him. Set him. Yeah, that's what yeah, saved yeah. him. I don't yeah. know if, if he talks about it or that, but no, not really, it's but. Uh, it's kind of well known, although not a lot of the details, but. On one hand, I'm like, oh, typical. On the other hand, I'm like, that's just brilliant. <laughs> and on that note, I think I should end, but I'm going to say too much. But we'll we'll be back next month. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Subscribe, rate, and review Attack the Pod wherever you listen to podcasts. Find show notes and links on attack-club.nl and leave comments, questions, and suggestions on Instagram at attack.club. Happy training and racing.